This is Hot Tech with Jan Vermeulen. Well, it's just over 10 minutes left on the 101.9 High FM Afternoon Overdrive. If you've just joined us, welcome. I'm Michael McKenna. Well, at this point in time on Tuesdays, uh, we always welcome on board Jan Vermeulen, editor at My Broadband, talking hot tech or non-hot tech. Call it what you may. Jan, good afternoon. Thanks once again for joining us. It's a pleasure to be here. It is quite cold. It certainly is, Jan. Okay, well, let's uh, heat up the conversation a bit now. In South Africa, announces a switch-off date for analog TV 13 years up the road. Tell us more. Yeah, finally. <laughs> yeah. Well, I should I should say yet another deadline announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will see if we keep this one. But it certainly seems like this one has a hope of succeeding. So our, our uh, newish communications minister, Mondli Gungubele, has announced <laughs> that the final, 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 final switch-off date for analog TV broadcasts is 31 December 2024. Now, to be, I want to just be clear here. Analog TV broadcasts, that, that's for people who receive a TV signal over a roof antenna mm-hmm. or bunny ears. Right. If, if, if you have satellite TV, then, then you're not impacted by this. But there are hundreds of thousands of households in South Africa that still receive a TV signal via the old um, t- terrestrial TV network. So, um, so the, the, we've got the essentially the, the two systems in right. South Africa: the terrestrial TV network, where you get your SABC, your ETV, and right. some community channels if you're lucky. Um, or if you're already on digital TV, you'll have access to the community channels. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the satellite TV networks. And that's, you know, the DSTVs and the star sets and the open views. Right. Um, and, uh, and so, um. Young, the, sorry if I can come in there. That's indeed yes. going to impact on the viewership. <laughs> As you say, those with bunny aerials and, uh, uh, exterior uh, and antennas. How do they intend to at least, uh, retain or, uh, or capture more of such an audience? Right. So, so, um, part of what the government's been doing, uh, not necessarily very well, mind mm-hmm. you, but at least, um, it ramped up under former minister, um, Kumbuzo and Chaveni is rolling out what, uh, uh, a temporary decoder box. So, uh, it's called the set top box. And, uh, this is a box that you can plug into an old analog TV and, and it will be able to continue receiving the digital signal. And what's but, its costs? What costs are you looking at there? If you consider now the majority of the listenership, as I defined it earlier on, is 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 mainly rural, right? And indigent, right? So there so we go. In, those who classify as indigent get the box for free. Oh, okay. Uh, but but um, everyone else will, would have to buy one, and and that can be you know a thousand bucks or so, depending on on the brand you buy. Right. Um, okay. And and yes, this was ETV's exact argument. So ETV has been stonewalling this migration since last year. Mm-hmm. So this is the most recent delay is ETV took the minister to court to say this is all happening too fast. You're going to cost us our viewership and that is going to cost us our ad revenue and that is going to mm-hmm. cost us our bottom line. But on the flip side, not uh, migrating out of the, the analog um, or not uh, migrate, not switching off the analog TV means that TV continues to occupy radio frequency spectrum right. that South Africa's mobile network operators can use for, their, for the country's cellular networks. And in fact, which they have already held an auction on and, um, and which they have agreed to pay for. But uh, there's a, they reached an agreement with a regulator to say, we will only pay for the spectrum once we can use it. 
because we have no faith. They obviously didn't say it this way. This is reading between the lines. Right. But we have no faith that, that the, the, the government has the capacity to do this final analog switch off on time. And mm-hmm. they were 100% right. Well, there you go. <laughs> they, they, they turned out to be correct. The analog switch off did not happen on time. It, it, it was delayed. It's now been delayed for another two years. The switch off was supposed <laughs> to happen last year. Uh, right. Now it's only going to happen at the end of 2024 with an intermediate date now. On the 31st of July, um, which is apparently a compromise proposed by ETV. So 31st um, of July, this uh, in the next month. Sorry, did yeah, I follow correctly, Jan? So, so 30, 31 July 2023, correct. Right, okay. And so what, what's going to happen is analog TV serv- services broadcasting on frequencies above 694 megahertz will be switched off. Um, <laughs> and so um, the... The, the, I get, uh, I, I, I think that's the UHF frequencies. I'm just going to double check. Okay. Um, but, but essentially, um, a bunch of the spectrum is going to become available mm-hmm. to the mobile network operators and ETV will, will be able to continue broadcasting in some of the, the old analog TV spectrum mm-hmm. until the end of next year, 31 December 2024. Mm-hmm. And so there will be this, um, gradual switch over of people to digital TV and, and right. ETV is much happier with that arrangement, but it means that South Africa's mobile network operators will be locked out mm. of a certain portion of the spectrum, um, and, until next year, which is not, you yeah. know, necessarily a train smash. Right. Um, this seems yep. to be quite a workable compromise, sure. uh, for a change. And, um, and finally, it means that South Africa will have switched off analog TV. As my headline said, 13 years late. The original deadline for this was 30 November 2011. Wow. Okay, let's yeah. see what story we could be talking about after July, Jan. We're going to have to move on from there. But, yeah, for interesting uh, – it seems like we're going to see some interesting developments regarding this switch-off and transfer and whatever you call it, what you may. Jan, let's move on to now the post office is failing. What are the best alternatives? What's going on here? Yeah, so this is um, basically go- looking at uh, well, the fact that the post office is in is is facing liquidation. Mm-hmm. It's fighting it, but it's in provisional liquidation, and the government is trying to have that reversed and put it into business rescue, which is <laughs> which is not much of a yes. consolation prize. Um, but but at least it won't be completely liquidated. Right. Okay. Um, if they get that right, but mm-hmm. um, be that as it may, we know that the post office. Is struggling. It's struggling to deliver on time. Just last week, we were talking about a story of people who finally received a parcel also 13 years late. What is um, it with this 13? But anyway, yeah, yeah also from that was sent to them uh, uh, from from New York before the before the 2020 uh, the 2010 FIFA World, World Cup. Cup anyway, right. and so we we looked at okay, who can you use to send parcels and to renew your driving license? Mm. Um, outside of the post office. These are functions that the private sector has already taken over and other government departments for that matter. The, the Department of Transport now runs um, a, a driving license disc renewal uh, system uh, through the eNartis website, for example. So you don't, you don't need to use the post office if you've got an internet connection. Um, and the, the one thing that's difficult to replace is ordinary mail. But yes. obviously, we're using that less and less thanks to email. Right. Um, but uh, that's the one thing that's 
that that's challenging to find a private sector alternative for with the reach of the post office uh not ignoring for the moment the 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 bad reputation that the post sure. office has for delivery but the fact is you can use services like um pep stores as pecs you can use okay. pudo you can use you've got those um, alternatives uh, right uh, you can uh, you can use aramex you can use dsv there's there's so many private parcel delivery services available from from 50 rand a package and up right, um, right. in fact from 30 rand a parcel and up um, using locker systems and, and all kinds of things sure. now in south africa to replace the post office um and and it's you know just another one of those stories where the private sector has steadily stepped into the gap where government services have failed and now um, offer the services that uh, a government department could have been doing and, and, and um, uh, you know, been, right. uh, doing sustainably if um, it weren't being run into the ground. Um, but, yeah, uh, that's what that article was about, okay. is uh, the various options that are available to the South African public now uh, yeah. for sending parcels around sure. the country. And just around the country, there's other options for sending parcels internationally and um, and then renewing your driving license disc every year. At least we've got those alternatives for posting and sending, as you say. Yeah, so your vehicle We're, license disc, I should I should correct myself, mm-hmm. not driving license, your Ve- vehicle, vehicle license. license. Right. Okay. Yeah. Jan, and we've just got one minute left. If we can just uh, round off exactly how much does a load shedding survival kit cost? <laughs> we just got in yeah, one minute. So, yeah. So, so we looked at the at, two, at bare bone systems here. So mm-hmm. we looked at um, someone who just wants something basic and someone who wants something that they can connect their laptop and, and other um, devices to to continue working and a way to cook a meal. And we right. looked at um, gas stoves and we looked at bri- gas stoves and bries, um and and regular charcoal bries. And yeah, you're you're looking at um, uh, essentially thirteen thousand rand. For an incredibly basic system, mm-hmm. and uh, but that'll last you, you know, like a regular bout of four-hour sure. load shedding, sure, uh, or thirty thousand rand. Oh boy, um, for for something <laughs> okay. a bit more advanced, where you can yep. keep your laptop, your your router, your TV um, online, um, right. and and keep working throughout load shedding. Whereas Jan, the, the other one is yeah. a lot more basic. Jan, I'm so sorry. I'm going to have to cut you short. I just wish we had more time to unpack that. We still had other things to talk about. But thanks once again for joining us, Jan. And giving us a background as to load shedding survival kits, the post alternatives to the post office. And 13 years later, we are phasing out analog. Let's just see if it's really going to phase out in the times that they've earmarked now. Jan Vermeulen, editor at My Broadband.